This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Well, new guidance has been proposed from the White House after the White House Conference on Hunger, Nutrition, and Health, and uh, they have released a new national strategy which aims to end hunger, improve nutrition and physical activity, reduce diet-related diseases, and close disparity gaps by 2030. This is what the FDA wrote in their press release. Well, now, based on new FDA definitions there are seven cereals that do not qualify as healthy raisin bran honey nut cheerios corn flakes honey bunches of oats honey roasted frosted mini wheats life and special k this is not the America I know. <laughs> so Raisin Bran, I guess, has 9 grams of added sugars. Honey Nut Cheerios has 12 grams of added sugar. Corn Flakes has 300 milligrams of sodium, 4 grams of added sugars. Honey Bunches of Oats, Honey Roasted, have 8 grams of added sugars. Frosted Mini Wheats has 12 grams of added sugars. Life has 8 grams of added sugars, and Special K has 270 milligrams of sodium, 4 grams of added sugars. So they are not healthy based on the FDA's new definition. This is not the America I know. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So people are ticked at Dunkin' Donuts. I'm sorry, Dunkin'. So I guess uh, loyal customers of the uh, Dunkin' app, loyal customer bonuses, you would get a free drink if you uh, spent $40. You get free coffee. Now, uh, $40 just gets you tea. And you have to spend $50 to get free coffee. $70 for a cold brew and $90 for some lattes. Now, Duncan has also stripped away (laughs) uh, freebies on birthdays by eliminating free birthday drinks. Wow. Now, Duncan says, hey, 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 drinks have gotten more expensive and we need to make these changes and it's gonna, you know, it's gonna be beneficial to the franchises. So, Duncan also had one of the more generous reward programs in the industry. Uh, that's according to experts. So people are uh, upset and they're complaining about it on a Duncan subreddit, pledging to uninstall the app 
and defect to Starbucks. Oh, okay. Uh, good luck with that. I mean, Starbucks, depending on, you know, what mood you're in, Duncan is a lot better coffee than Starbucks. Starbucks is, uh, you know, everywhere. So sometimes it's easier just to pull in and out of Starbucks than it is to pull in and out of Duncan. But I will say that, uh, you know, given a choice, probably going to go to Duncan, but you know, that choice isn't always around when you pull into a Starbucks. So if you're a Duncan app user, just know, or you go into the store every morning, let's say you're there in your neighborhood and you stop in, uh, you don't get your free coffee anymore after you've spent 40, you have to spend 50 and that's just the way it is. Okay. You wanted your free cold brew, spend 70 bucks. <laughs> you wanted your free lattes. Yeah. Some free lattes, not all of them. You have to spend 90. So get over it. That's pretty much what Duncan is telling you. Tough. Things are more expensive now. Tough. So we know that uh, Russia has added uh, Zuckerberg's meta to, uh, you know, that's Facebook uh, and Instagram, to a list of uh, terrorist and extremist organizations. Huh. Now, we also know that uh, meta, Facebook, has acquired three virtual reality. You know, I, I before I get into the virtual reality of uh, the metaverse, um, I mean, I want to do a show uh, in the metaverse so bad. We've got to make that happen. I've got to make that happen. They just uh, said that they acquired three virtual reality video game developers, and so they have like $1,500 Quest Pro VR headsets, uh, they just, you know, uh, opened those up and showed people at connect 2022 conference. And so, I mean, they are just aggressively shifting to the metaverse and, you know, it makes sense since Facebook is, uh, you know, going downhill a little bit. So, uh, they said that, uh, the, uh, meta connect event, the high end headset retails for about 1500 bucks, new lenses makes it less bulky than its predecessors, improved tech for mixed reality and full color. And it represents the first big product launch since the social media company rebanded last year and pivoted to the metaverse. So we've got that to look forward to. We know now that, uh, and this is just a side note for chewing the fat, uh, Metaverse is making digital sex clubs possible, which is why I think I should be doing a show in the Metaverse. (laughs) I mean, they're talking about the growing advancements in the world of a virtual reality. So what comes next? Yeah, the sex industry. Hello. So apparently there's a club already in what is called the shadowy corner of the metaverse club Ruby. Uh, I guess it's just a, you know, another strip club really. It's got, uh, you know, red lighting and, uh, you know, polyester sofas and, uh, two poles and a stage. (laughs) Sounds like a strip club. So, uh, I am all about, uh, the virtual reality metaverse that gets you into, you know, that part of town. Let's go. I mean, I'm sure there's got, they've got supermarkets and they've got fast food places. So why not have bars and entertainment? And, uh, you know, apparently there's no age check, uh, for children to access these virtual spaces. So I'm sure that that's something that they will all be looking at. Uh, no question about it. 
but I really am. Uh, I've got to. I've got to get uh, get a headset and get into the metaverse because I want to do a chewing the fat show, and if it has to be from the seedy side of town, from the other side of the tracks. <laughs> I am all about it. So now they said uh, Quest Two is the most popular VR headset on the market. Its Oculus VR app has been downloaded 21 million times, 21 plus million times. Horizon Worlds has about 300,000 monthly active users. Now, Facebook has, what, 2.9 billion monthly users or something like that. So the metaverse is still growing, and it's still a place to be. Um, uh, we need, I need... I need chewing the vet in the metaverse, even if it's, you know, I don't necessarily have to do a show inside of, you know, Club Ruby, but, uh, you know, maybe down the road a ways. <laughs> if you're living inside the metaverse, you can email me chewing the fat at the blaze.com. I'd love to, I'd love to communicate with you and, and uh, find out I've got to get inside the metaverse. And I know it's a, you know, I'll get my, uh, digital version of me. And then I know that Meta claims we don't run the app. That's uh, not us. Okay, but I mean you have to have the Meta Quest headset to access it, right? And then uh, you know inside VR chat, that's home to all kinds of spaces. So I want to. I'd love to. I gotta. I gotta find out more about what happens inside of the metaverse, and so I can you know become a living, breathing person that's not a real person inside the metaverse you know what i mean all right let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink desperately all right so fat bear week has ended congratulations to the new champion of 2022 747 yes i told you 747 was gonna win and uh 747 won and is the 2022 champion now 747 was also the 2020 champion so you know it's a returning champion and fat bear week Uh, (laughs) so congratulations to 747 Uh, i know that uh, 480 otis has been a champion for i don't know one two three four times and uh 435 holly has been a champion Uh, nope it's just been otis otis and 747 are multiple champions in fat bear week since 2014 so uh congratulations to 747 bear 747 as being the champion of Fat Bear Week 2022. Uh, also, I got an email, uh, a few emails to chewingthefatattheblaze.com. Uh, one email that I want to refer to from David has given me some suggestions for the name to use when I call into the Cuomo show. <laughs> uh, he starts out with uh, Carl Hungus, Jack Handy, Mike Hawk, Mike Hunt, 
uh, Nodus Maximus, which is from Life of Brian, and Biggest Dickus, which is from Life of Brian, and then Hugh Jess Dixie Normus Justin Harris York Oxmail. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it very much. It means uh means a lot to me. And I did get one poem uh sent in uh under the green eggs and ham uh moniker for uh you know peace in Ukraine. Uh, I will not pay to bomb any countries in the Middle East. I will not pay for bombs for bringing peace. I will not pay for bombs to protect Ukraine. I will not, will not make it rain. I will not pay for the pain. No, Uncle Sam, keep our money here at home. I will not pay for another drone. Keep our money here at home. Ha, ha, ha. Keep on chewing the fat, my brother. That doesn't work. That doesn't, the ending there doesn't doesn't really work anyway thank you for uh, playing along and you can always play along and chewing the fat at theblaze.com you be sure to follow me on twitter at jeffy jfr facebook and instagram is jeff fisher radio now i thought nfts were done i thought we were done with nfts but i guess not uh yesterday british artist damien hurst set 1000 of his paintings on fire as part of an nft project uh okay so he launched a collection last year of 10,000 NFTs corresponding to 10,000 original artworks. Buyers could choose to trade in their NFT for the physical art, but if they chose to keep the NFT, then Hearst would burn the original artwork, which he began to do yesterday. A lot of people think I'm burning millions of dollars of art, but I'm not. I'm completing the transformation of these physical artworks into NFTs by burning the physical versions. Yeah. Duh. So, I guess NFTs aren't done. I apologize. So, I guess Bill Murray is in trouble now. He's been in trouble since April, and he's never going to stop being in trouble, right? He he had said that uh, he, at the time, that he thought he was being funny, and it wasn't taken that way. Well, now we know that they paid the female, the production assistant, $100,000. And we know that apparently he allegedly straddled her and kissed her on the mouth during the film shoot. And now the movie, being mortal, has been suspended. Right? And so he thought he was being funny and it wasn't taken that way. Okay. So they both were wearing masks because of the COVID-19 protocol on set. Uh, he sat on top of the younger female production assistants when they were in close proximity to a bed on the set. All right. He said he thought he was being playful. The women allegedly said she took the actions as entirely sexual and was horrified. Were you? Did you? Okay. Uh, now he is uh, settled with the woman after she filed an official complaint about the incident, uh, as did another production member. Interesting. The woman also, uh, someone probably I'm sure that witnessed it that was horrified as well. Uh, The woman also allegedly agreed to confidentiality as well as to waive any legal claims against the production company, uh, Searchlight Pictures, and its parent company, Disney. 
Um, so we'll see what happens. I don't. I mean, if we were supposed to, if there was supposed to be confidentiality, what happened? Why are we getting that news now? Uh, we also get the news that uh, what's-her-face, Gina Davis, claimed uh, that in her new memoir on the set of Quick Change back in 1989, great movie, by the way, uh, that there were multiple times uh, that uh, I would have to yell at him because uh, a scene, if I was going to uh, get him trying to force me to do it, the other man in the room did nothing to make it stop. He would just scream at her, and he used a massage device on her. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, we got it. All right. And there, I didn't yet have the ability to withstand this onslaught or to simply walk out. But you do now, huh, Gina? Is that is that right? Okay. Um, all right. So, I mean, are we trying to lump Bill Murray now in with Kevin Spacey and and uh, Harvey Weinstein and uh, Bill Cosby? Because I don't think you're going to make it. Uh, I don't think. I think Bill. Murray, I would have. I probably may have said that about Bill Cosby too. Who's not in prison now, by the way? So never mind. But the uh, I feel like Bill Murray is a pretty beloved human. Uh, around the world and here in America. And so something like this, it's going to take something more horrific than hollering at Gina Davis with a a massager in your hand and uh, straddling a female assistant and pretending to kiss her with masks on on the set where, you know, to make us not like Bill Murray. Um, you know, it's gonna, it is for me anyway. Uh, I believe that, I believe that at least in this case, I believe him that he was trying to be, uh, he thought he was being playful and funny and it was taken the wrong way because things like that get taken the wrong way all the time in today's world. That's because it's never funny, Jeff. It's never funny to straddle somebody and kiss them with a mask on and Try to think that you're funny, okay? Because it's not. Okay. Whatever you say. Guess what? Me too. Who died today? Who died today? Angela Lansbury has died. You, uh, I'm sure, well, she's best known for her portrayal of uh, Jessica Fletcher in uh, Murder, she wrote. Uh, She had a career spanning more than eight decades, won three Oscar nominations, a five-time Tony Award winner, She was given an honorary Oscar for her lifetime achievements in the film industry. Uh, Queen Elizabeth uh, made her Dame Commander in 2014. And uh, she went to sleep a few days ago and never woke up. It was uh, five days before her 97th birthday. Uh, Dame Angela Lansbury dead at the age of 96 rest in peace i loved her in beauty and the beast uh that was animated it was just her voice jeff no i know 
And Jerry Auerbach was awesome. I mean, what a great movie. And uh, she did terrific work. So did Jerry Auerbach. And I was just watching some footage of them recording uh, their tracks for the movie. And it was awesome. So I was uh, just uh, Angela Lansbury uh, dead at the age of 96. Rest in peace. We also have a no-name death today as well. I know. There's no name. What am I going to do? They didn't release his name. Okay? So a man in uh, Menlo Park, California, was working on uh, some property, and he fell into a wood chipper. I know! It was, oh, man. According to police, uh, when they arrived on the scene, uh, the male subject was deceased from injuries sustained from the incident. Yeah, no kidding, man. Uh, The incident was under investigation, obviously. Uh, You know, what a horrific way to go. We've all, you know, seen it in uh, movies, uh, you know, seen it done. I do know of a person who was injured badly from a wood chipper like that that got the arm and partial leg caught in the wood chipper, but not enough. I mean, still alive. (laughs) Not enough to cause death. But uh, so a California man, unnamed, unaged, dead from a wood chipper i've got a man in florida that could have been dead man he's lucky to be alive uh it happened in seminole florida which uh my old stomping grounds i mean i lived in seminole for uh you know for quite a number of years and uh, i mean i know the area very well so this man uh, went into a chase bank in seminole on monday afternoon and he had his hand underneath his shirt and he used his finger as a gun yeah he had a finger gun very dangerous and well you don't know if he's got a gun or not okay you just know that he said he had a gun and that's what he was using okay that's the deal so he uh said that uh he needed the money and he robbed the bank he got a hundred and twenty dollars 120 bucks 120 bucks from the bank Uh, i mean the cashier was like okay here you go here's your 120 don't worry about it and so then uh he uh, left and so a little bit later on the man who the police describe as a transient needed some money needed some cash uh you know he was arrested uh, later on a couple hours later and uh, he's being held in jail um without bail <laughs> okay uh so it never works out well bank robbery man bank robbery in today's world It's a bad business to be in because you don't get away with much, especially if you don't have a real gun. And this was over in Pinellas County, Florida. Good thing uh, this didn't happen in Polk County uh, with my man Grady Judd. I mean, he just got done telling people in uh, Polk County, and he said it before. This is nothing new for Sheriff Judd, uh, probably one of the best sheriffs in the country, that uh, you have a right to protect your property. And uh, if someone uh, breaks into your property or is on your property illegally, you have a right to shoot them. And uh, he highly recommended it. And he did an interview where he definitely recommended it. 
people have a right to be safe in their homes. They have a right for their property to be safe, even when part of their home may be torn away. And these looters, that's unacceptable, absolutely unacceptable. I would highly suggest that if a looter breaks into your home, comes into your home while you're there to steal stuff, that you take your gun and you shoot him. You shoot him so that he looks like grated cheese. Hey, man. <laughs> anyway, it's a good thing my boy did not rob a bank in Polk County, Florida, because uh, something bad could have happened uh, worse than, uh, you know, just walking away with 120 bucks in your finger gun and then being arrested. So back in September, September 13th to be exact, a report of an explosion led to an evacuation of Northeastern campus in Boston, diverted law enforcement resources, and caused, you know, actual panic. So this man, uh, what's his stupid name? Jason Duhame, D-U-H-A-I-M-E, who was a new technology manager and director of the Immerse Media Lab at Northeastern University. Seems like a good gig, right? I mean, (laughs) who wouldn't be happy with the title new technology manager and director of the Immersive Media Lab at Northeastern University? You'd take it. You know you would. Don't shake your head like that. You know you would take it. So uh, he's been charged now because, uh, yeah, it was false. wasn't real. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, he's been charged uh, conveying false information and hoaxes related to an explosive device and making materially false and fictitious statements to a U.S. government agency. Yeah, you don't want to do that. You don't want to make materially false and fictitious statements to a u.s government agency that today's world man uh throughout the course of the investigation we believe he repeatedly lied to us about what happened inside the lab well that's what you do i mean that kind of ticks me off a little bit they start adding to this he repeatedly lied well yeah he told you once and you kept asking him the same question so he's gonna repeat the same freaking answer <laughs> anyway that's maybe it's just me Uh, It's just me. So uh, he faked his injuries. He wrote a rambling letter directed to at the lab, threatening more violence. Uh, He was arrested in the state of Texas. I don't know why he was in Texas, but uh, okay, uh, no problem. According to the complaint, uh, he called 911 to report he was injured by a very sharp object expelled from a plastic case he had collected from the mailroom and opened in Northeastern's virtual reality lab. And he had suffered, uh, according to officials at the time, that he suffered minor hand injuries. He also told investigators that he found that threatening note uh, with the case that accused the lab of secretly working for Facebook and Meta founder Mark Zuckerberg in a U.S. government plot to take over society through virtual reality. (laughs) That is awesome. I mean, deranged, but awesome. However, the investigators found the case and the letter had no signs of damage, and they discovered a document on uh, Duhame's computer that was word-for-word the same as the threatening letter. <laughs> he didn't even delete that from his computer. 
Okay. Uh, his name should not be Duhame. His name should be Douche. Uh, D-U-H-A-I-M-E is now spelled Douche. So uh, a student who was in the lab during uh, the purported explosion told investigators, yeah, I didn't didn't hear any noises or anything. I just, uh, I heard Douche's voice and uh, I don't know. So given uh, the lack of any physical evidence and the fact that the letter was found on a computer in Douche's office, the significant inconsistencies between Douche's story and student number one's recollection of events support a finding that Douche is not being truthful. <laughs> uh, he got fired from a Northeastern University. They've issued a statement saying, we got nothing to do with him. Okay, we have nothing to do with them now. We barely wanted something to do with them before when we gave them the title. We definitely don't want anything to do with them now. And we want to thank the FBI and the U.S. Attorney's Office and the Boston Police Department for bringing this investigation to a close. So, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Why, why Douche would do this? Why someone would, uh, why Jason Duhame or Duhamey or Duhami uh, would do this, uh, you know, I guess he's just, you know, had, you know, lost his mind and a little whacked out of his mind uh, as the new technology manager and director of Immersed Media Lab at Northeastern University. And the threatening note uh, that accused the lab of secretly working for Facebook and Meta founder Mark Zuckerberg in a u.s government plot to take over society through virtual reality i mean that's what he was that's what you're working on as part of the immerse media lab right so that's why he was in that's why he was in because he knew he knew that zuckerberg and meta were trying to take over the world with the metaverse <laughs> Hey, so how's it going over at Virgin Atlantic these days? Just wondering. I know they launched their new, you know, transgender, drag queen, queer, LGBTQIA plus two plus identity as we are the airline that uh, the world loves. And, uh, you know, you just trust your identity and we're the best ever. Just wondering how it's going over there because uh, I don't care you know how you identify really uh you know whatever really seriously i i don't it doesn't matter to me but i you know do think that maybe we should worry about getting people to their destination and just give me my peanuts i don't care that you are part of any community i don't care i don't care because right now i'm on this metal tube flying in the sky i want to be able to know that i'm going to get off the ground and get back on the ground safely and yet you're going to bring me my peanuts as the in-air waitress. Okay? It's all our waiter. Whatever. You know, however you identify. See, it doesn't matter to me. I don't care. Uh, you don't need to know about mine either. That's okay. I, I, you know, don't worry about it. I'm, I'm good. I'm good with not telling it to you too. I just, uh, just so, 
so 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 strange now, i got a ton of headlines i've been saving stories i know it's wednesday it's the middle of the week already and i'm already backed up with stories and headlines incredible so we'll just go through some headlines here of maybe some need to know stories that uh you know you can use or not use but uh, you know that you need to know i mean we had uh multiple secret service officers hospitalized over exposure to a powdery substance I guess they opened something up over at uh, the vice president's office. Well, close to the vice president's office. Uh, They um, had a traffic stop, and now they believe that they had, uh, they believe to be suspected of narcotics in a traffic stop outside the vice president's office building in D.C. Multiple people have been hospitalized for exposure to an unknown substance. Uh, the Washington, D.C. Fire Department and the Secret Service both responded to the scene. Uh, the Secret Service uh, told uh, said that during the traffic stop outside the building, officers were exposed to a powdery substance, and uh, the officers were transported to a nearby hospital as a precautionary measure because you can't be... <laughs> I mean, you were exposed to a powdery substance. And so go to the hospital and be safe. I guess. All right. Fine. I know it was a precautionary evaluation. Good. I'm glad everybody is okay. Are you though, Jeff? Yeah, I am. I am. I truly, I truly, truly am. Uh, yeah. Uh, I see where uh, a car company, uh, a Nissan, is selling uh their entire business to russia they're getting out of russia yeah amazing right you think wait they're getting out of russia yes isn't that a i don't know like almost a billion dollar business in russia every year why it is but nissan has said that uh you know look i thank our russian colleagues for their contribution to the business over many years um we can't continue operating in the market. We've found the best possible solution to support our people. Really? So you're selling it? We are. We are. We're selling it uh, to an entity of the nation's government. And we're going to go ahead and sell it to them for a euro. <laughs> uh, one euro. So I apparently maybe the best possible solution to support his people was not to die so we'll just sell it to you there you go uh for one euro and it's all yours and uh, never mind we'll get out of there oh you're gonna say we're gonna put in the paperwork that i can buy it back in six years okay all right no problem that's good i got an option to repurchase excellent is it only gonna be the one euro or or not what's it gonna what's it gonna be because i mean is it gonna be like the you know billion dollars or is it just going to be the euro you tell me you know whatever it's going to be (laughs) uh just incredible so at least the people at nissan in russia will have their lives uh as they leave russia no problem i know i know paypal has been under fire saying uh, remember they they said they were going to fine uh paypal users twenty five hundred dollars for misinformation now they said they've come out and they said look we're not going to find users 
$2,500 for misinformation. Okay. All right. You fine. Uh, but if you look at the policies, uh, they actually will find you for intolerance. And as far as I know, uh, they haven't taken the misinformation line out of the rules of service. So we'll see. We'll see if they actually mean what they say. We'll see. I see where, uh, again, uh, our labor department has proposed changes. Our labor department, you know, under this administration, Joseph Robinette Biden, uh, has uh, proposed changes to the gig worker classification. So the labor department released a proposal that could pave the way for regulators and courts to reclassify gig workers as employees rather than independent contractors. So companies like Uber and DoorDash, uh, their stocks have plunged, and there's be plenty of places that uh, won't be able to have gig works. I mean, that's what was driving the economy. So just another knife in the heart of the American economy from this administration. That's wonderful. It's wonderful. I love it. I love it. And at the same time, though, I will say that there is a way that perhaps you could make a little money uh, just from me. Uh, you know, I see where a teacher who has turned into an OnlyFans model is pregnant with a former student's baby, and she wants to auction off her body for surrogacy to mass produce pretty babies. Huh? Now, there you go. Is that a gig worker? Yes. Maybe, I don't know if the Labor Department is uh, is working on that or not. I don't know. But uh, Amy Cups of Charlotte, North Carolina, has had, uh, you know, she started off as a high school history teacher, then uh, began moonlighting and OnlyFans. And uh, now she wants to auction off her body for surrogacy. And so good for her. She's 33 now. Ooh. So she's already got two kids. So she's ready to, she knows how it's done. (laughs) And she's uh, expecting a new baby. Wow. She's going to have a third one. Holy cow. So apparently she met uh, the unnamed former student while he was still a minor. He's now 22. And uh, they two reconnected. Oh, they met at school, but there wasn't any business going on, at least that we know of. And uh, they reconnected at a bar over the summer and said, oh, yeah. And they had a one-night stand, and she became pregnant. And then uh, when she told the man the news, uh, she said she could raise a child on her own, and he agreed to that arrangement. Okay, great. But now she wants to have more kids. So if you are in the market for a kid... And you either, A, don't have a wife, don't have a girlfriend, or the wife can't get pregnant, or the husband cannot provide you uh, strong enough sperm for the wife to get pregnant. Maybe you use my girl here, uh, Amy Cup, K-U-P-P-S, Amy Cups, and uh, maybe you let her have a kid for you and uh, they could just document the whole thing on OnlyFans. Uh, I'm not opposed to that actually. Good for her. Keep up the good work. Do what you can do. And for those of you that uh, know who uh, former Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard is, she has claimed that she is leaving the Democratic Party. Oh, okay. Where are you going? Uh, she didn't say. So, I mean, is she going to be an independent? She didn't say. I know, but she's leaving the Democratic Party. So is she going to be a Republican? 
she didn't say. I know, but she said that she's leaving the Democratic Party. I mean, she ran as a Democrat to be president of the United States at one time. So if she says that she's going to leave the Democratic Party, where is she going? How many times do I have to tell you she didn't say where she was going? Oh, okay, 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 okay. I was just saying, I just found it funny, that's all. That she was said that she was leaving, but she didn't say where she was going. So, all right, we've got that to got that to look forward to. And uh, another email from uh, from uh, John uh, at uh, chewing the fat at theblaze dot com. Uh, he was commenting on yesterday's show. By the way, today, if you're listening live, is the twelfth of October, twenty twenty two. Uh, his uh, email title is polymorphous relationships. I, I'm sure that's some sort of joke. <laughs> you know, play on words from polyamorous to amorphophallus, polyamorphous. <laughs> uh, I get it. I get it, John. That's funny. And uh, he uh, commented in the email saying, uh, Jeffy, I always thought the penalty for bigamy was two wives. That's what the email says. I always thought the penalty for bigamy was two wives. (laughs) I got it. and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.